I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! Thatch. Thatch, I'm sorry. I have been holding it in for the entire episode now, but I need to get this off my chest. I am still dreadfully mad at Scrawn about the fedora thing in the stage direction. It's me or him, Thatch. Scrawn, you leave now or I will. It's Paco! Paco! It's Paco! Paco! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Paco! Grab your friends, it's that time Come again! Get. Listen to the show with the phone Fuck never ends! It's Paco! Paco! And welcome to the 228th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful patient co-hosts, Skaron. And the fluffiest whimsicott. And we are here to bring you another exciting episode of the Puckle Podcast. If you guys are new, we are Puckle, uh, which stands for the Pokemon Underground Champions League. Though you probably just heard that in the theme song. And... Uh, we are an online Pokemon community. We do battles and tournaments and stuff, as well as produce this weekly podcast where we talk about anything Pokemon that we feel like it. Typically what's going on, newsworthy. Um, if the news is slow, though, we have plenty of other things that we like to talk about. So let's kick it on over then and just get right into the nitty gritty of it. And I'll ask you guys the question I ask you every week. What have you been up to in Pokemon lately? Well, that's... It's been Pockin' Tournament all around. <laughs> I think it's Pokin', right? Or is it Pokin' or Pockin'? What's, uh, what's, I, the, what's I mean, the accepted pronunciation? Well, I think it's based off of Tekken, so... I mean, I, the I, E-N part makes sense, then. Rather than the... I did the... You know, I don't... I'm talking I don't about know. the O versus the A, you know? I guess if it's Pocket Monsters versus Pokemon... It, it, it makes sense either way. That's true. Okay, you make you make a valid argument. So now I am no longer worried. Yep. Well, I my uh, goal in that game is to play Gardevoir as much as possible because okay. I found that it is one of the only Pokemon that can like consistently beat like Chandelure and Suicune. Mm-hmm. 
because they can just spam their like flamethrower and hydro pump attacks. But I'm not that good, so that's just me. You know who's actually really good at that game right now? Oh, what? Uh, Misty. She got like really good. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I might need to face her. Yeah, she wants to do it. She wants to take you on at some point. <laughs> she got like I, really good at that game though. I've seen like the best people like playing Pikachu Libre. Yeah, a lot of people have been playing Pikachu Libre, and a lot of people have been playing uh, Gengar. Oh yeah, Gengar is cool. I'll give it that. I've seen. I think those are like the top ones right now because Pikachu Libre is just like really fast. Mm-hmm. Which is really annoying. It's and annoying I like its game. ultimate. <laughs> it takes you to the boxing ring and then does a slam down. Yeah, which is fantastic. It's one hundred percent perfect. It is Pikachu Libre all around. Yeah. Oh man, how about you? What about you? But yeah, Whimsicott. Oh, oh uh, well, mostly it's been breeding Bulbasaur and soft resetting for Jirachi. The Bulbasaur breeding took some time, but finally yielded my result. I wanted a five IV Bulbasaur with chlorophyll. Yeah. And as a result, I now have six 5IV Bulbasaur with Overgrow, and one 5IV Bulbasaur with Chlorophyll. Uh. <laughs> yeah, uh, that took way longer than I expected. I usually get lucky really fast with breeding. It's just gotta, it's just gotta give out at some point. Yeah, yeah, starters can be tricky because I oh, think yeah. that the female Pokemon are more likely to pass on hidden abilities. Mm-hmm. And with starter Pokemon having the gender ratio heavily skewed in favor of males, it can be really tricky to get Looking those. Looking at you, Fennekin. Actually, yeah, actually, I think if you're breeding with a Ditto, the chance is pretty much the same. It's the same. It's the same if you're using a Ditto. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's like 60% or something all around. Yes. And then okay. if you're breeding without a ditto, the female has a chance of passing on his ability, I think, regardless of what his ability is, mm-hmm. 80% of the time. Okay. Well, no, it still has a 60% chance to pass down a hidden ability. The trick to that is that if you have a female with a hidden ability and a male without the hidden ability, you get the chance to pass down the hidden ability. But if the female doesn't have the hidden ability, even if the male has it, it won't ever pass it down. You have to read the male with a ditto. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I wonder traded away like a box and a half of Bulbasaurs, and I still had leftovers. <laughs> Did you get anything good from your uh, wonder trading? Ooh, that's a good got, question. Yes, I did. Uh, I, it, was, it wasn't even a Wednesday. It was like a Friday, and I was really like wishing I had been doing a wonderlock because I got a lot of interesting things. No shinies or legendaries, but I did get a Mareep in a Moonball, Ooh. and it's female. So, <laughs> yeah, you bet I'm going to have another Ampharos <laughs> in a Moonball someday. <laughs> oh, one of my favorite Pokemon in one of my favorite Pokeballs. Yes, please. And the, as for the Jirachi, it hasn't been going that well. Uh, oh, you're soft resetting the Jirachi? I'm soft resetting the Jirachi. I haven't tried to soft reset the Mew yet. I have three of those to soft reset for. <laughs> uh, I did soft reset for, for a Celebi, and I got really lucky really fast. I got one that has a bold nature has really high IVs in everything except for attack and speed. And I checked it 
and I realized that even though the speed IV is like only 18 or something, uh, there's actually almost nothing in a U or a UU that is sitting in a speed tier between my Celebi and a full speed Celebi. So hmm. it was perfectly acceptable. Hmm. Yeah. But this Jirachi, it's taking me forever. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's the one I want to use the most out of the. Yeah. No, they're and actually, like, Jirachi's really good competitively. It is. What kind of set were you looking to, like, run on it? Uh, how about I tell you later when we do Jirachi as the book of the episode? Okay, we can do that. That works for me. <laughs> <laughs> that works for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as for myself, I don't think I've been doing too much Pokemon stuff lately. I've been bad. Um, I've played some Showdown. I've kind of taken a break. There's the new competition coming up, and there's not really a way to train for it uh, well, I don't think. Mm. We can talk more about that during the news. And yeah, you've been pretty busy watching over the mortal realm. <laughs> That's true. Yes. <laughs> now, last week I was I was just very into work, and when I got home, I've been very into, I need, so like, my mind's all cluttered because there's lots of video games I need to play and beat, mm. and so I'm trying to reduce all of that clutter. <laughs> By playing other video games and getting them done. And so, while I play Pokemon and, like, I get on Showdown to, like, get things moving, mm. we have, uh, I have, po I have Fire Emblem Fates to finish. I haven't even, like, I haven't even finished one, <laughs> one path yet. And I'm very close to the end of Conquest right now. So, I've, mm. I've only got, like, I think three or four more chapters to go or something like that. And the problem That's with the... me is, like, I'm super completionist. So I've oh. sat down, paired everybody off, and gone through an all, gone through uh, gone through all of the paralogs so far. Oh, <laughs> and so that just makes it take so much longer. See, I, I'd have the same problem if I played those games, and I was considering like picking up like a used copy of Awakening and seeing if it's my kind of thing. I think you would like and it. It's a lot of fun. I think I would love it. But then I realized, <laughs> you know, I don't have that much free time like i bought oh, man. fire emblem is a time dungeon sink. yeah i'm i'm still like on chapter six of super mystery dungeon because i got some <laughs> extra work last month and and it got almost up and so i thought you know what i'm just going to buy this game play it for 15 minutes and then leave it there so i decided to use the money in a different way um yeah. There was a yeah, there was a, a a store chain that had the new 3DS for just under 100 euros, which is like 112 dollars. That's not bad at all. That is very good. And so I I I got a new 3DS because Tachi is a terrible life example. Whoa 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 whoa! <laughs> okay. Tachi, you have almost all the amiibos. <laughs> uh, we're not talking about the amiibos. I think we're talking he, about the number of 3DSs I have. He has bought five 3DS. Whoa, systems. not five. Yes, you did purchase five. <laughs> okay. I think four is more reasonable. No, 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 no. You have purchased five. You don't own five, but you have purchased. No, no. I think I've only purchased four. No, only. No, no. I've had the you first have... generation 3DS the whole time. So I, I got the first generation 3DS. Yes. And then I sold that to Sarge so yes. I could get the uh, Fire Emblem Awakening Special Edition 3DS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then I upgraded from that to the new 3DS XL. Yes. And then I bought 
a 3DS XL, not the new one, to send to the guy to get modded and for a you, capture card. And you bought the one you gave to Misty. I didn't buy that one. Oh, you said you did. I didn't buy that one. She oh. she went. Uh, she had an original 3DS, but she traded it in to get the red new 3DS XL. And then there was a Fire Emblem uh, Fates one. So mm-hmm. she upgraded from her red one to that. And actually, it's really slick. I, 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 once when you were like listing off all the 3DS <laughs> systems you had ever bought, I, I got the impression that you had purchased one for Misty. My apologies, you have only ever purchased four 3DS systems. <laughs> yeah. I rest my case. I, I think, I think that just shows how much of a good example I am. I only own three of them currently though, okay? <laughs> Let that be clear. <laughs> I only own three, <laughs> three 3DSs right now. Um, well, be, I can't just, like, go to GameStop and hand them the Fire Emblem Special Edition 3DS. Well, no, of course. You can't just do that. That's, that, like, it's worth $200, at least. And... I, I'm keeping my, my, my old Excel, because at some point, sooner or later, in the next 10 years or so, my boyfriend and I will finally get to move into a house of our own. (laughs) (laughs) And I will not be able to trade Pokemon items with myself anymore because I will, I I have to borrow my siblings. Yes, now. So, you know, it was a a very sound investment Mm -hmm. for uh, the future. Um, No, I agree. (laughs) I agree with that. Oh, man. Okay, so there's plenty more to talk about today. Let's kick it on over to the news. So let's cue the epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in. And on to the news. So there's been a ton of news this week, so let's jump right on into it. The first is the next international Pokemon competition online has been announced. It's called the Flash Clash, which is a really silly name. And the whole point is, one, you have ten seconds to select a move. The matches are only five minutes long, and you only bring one out of the six Pokemon you bring with. And it is a single battle, obviously, so... Um, the whole point, you're not allowed to bring Focus Sash, and you're not allowed to bring Mega Stones. So it's gonna be, like, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be, like, fastest Pokemon wins. But you can, yeah. like, have a full team that the opponent can see. Right? Yeah, so pretty much the team preview, you see six, and then you're just like, and you get 30 seconds to pick which one you're gonna bring. And yeah. you're just like, just... oh god. Just hearing this, I'm thinking, like, either people are going to go for, like, mega, mega, like, stall counters, or they're going to go for the fast. uh, I feel like you're going to go for something fast and strong, or you're going to see a lot of people running things with sturdy. Mm. You know? Built-in focus sash. I mean, my first thought was, get the fastest Destiny Bond you can. Yeah. Because if you use Destiny Bond and they knock you out, you win. I feel like that, that's not a bad idea. I think Miss Magius is actually one of the fastest Destiny Bond users. Gengar. Gengar as well. Gengar. I think Miss Magius is faster. Maybe not. I could be wrong. Faster but than Fro- Gengar? Frostlass. 
Frostlass is close. Oh, mi- yeah, I think I think Frostlass is pretty close. Yeah, I mean, the, the fastest you could ever get would be Mega Banets, but you can't Mega Evolve Banets, so... <laughs> yep. You know, you can't... Yeah, no Mega Evolution, so... Yeah, because otherwise you could, like, protect with Banette on the first turn. Oh, man, protect is and not then, a bad idea. And then on the, on the following turn you have acquired Prankster from Mega I, I think it would honestly be fun to run Shedinja. Oh, right. Well, the preview, and people are going to think about it and have like at least a move that can kill Shudinja on like at least half of their team. Yeah, well, but it's still going to be good. I feel like I feel like Shudinja just being there for the mind games is one hundred percent worth it. Put it on your six Pokemon team. Limit what they can pl- bring. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think I think it's just good for the mind game. Yeah. If anything. You you force them to bring a certain Pokemon out of their team because they yeah. know they can go up against Greninja. You you're right. Yeah, Greninja shit Ninja. Uh Greninja would be good too. I mean yeah. Greninja, I don't know. I mean, there are faster things that hit harder. Greninja is really fast. Garchomp wouldn't be a bad idea either. Like Choice Scarf Garchomp. I I, I I have a feeling that Choice Scarf is a bit dangerous. I don't think so. I mean... Hey, with well, a one-on-one battle, there's no chance in you getting locked into something that's not going to be effective. True, but... I don't know. I'll... Okay, what, what do you have next on the news? Okay, yeah. We can keep going. So, let's see here. Um, we're going to be talking about some Pokemon Go leaks later today, but also, if you live in Japan and you get to be lucky, the Pokemon Snap is coming to the Wii U Virtual Console, I believe, this Wednesday. Yes. So, that's kind of cool. I guess we'll find out if there are any new features, but I doubt there will be Japan. any. Hmm? If you live in Japan. Well, we'll find, we'll find out if there are new features because somebody's bound to leak it, but if there are no new features, they're going to be like, yep, the game is pretty much the same, which is my expectation. Yeah, that seems like... Which is kind of a pity because, I mean, with the Wii U controller, Mm -hmm. it it looks like something that could have a lot of potential, and then it's not going to be used. No. Yeah, I could see that. The Wii U also is more than likely getting the axe within, like, the next year. So The axe? (laughs) They're taking it out to pasture. They're taking it out to pasture. We're going to go tell all of our kids that it's going to go... Yeah, it's going to go live on a farm. And yep. it's gonna it's gonna frolic and play all of the video games that we wish it had and were promised at launch. You and know, when you and when you bring one thousand Wii U's to the farm, you get a Mew. <laughs> the way I see it with the Wii U is that even like when the NX comes out, with the Wii U is still gonna be around for like two years until the NX it'll, gets. It'll be around for at least a year, I think, when the NX is out. Mm-hmm. I don't know about two, just because Nintendo realizes this was a flop. But we are not a Nintendo podcast. Mm. Um, let's see. Um, the Jirachi event's going on. That just started. We already alluded to that and talked about it. But if you have Pokemon Omega, Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, or X and Y, you can go download a Jirachi from the Nintendo Network up until April 24th. So do that until you uh, you, you uh, want to or can. One mm-hmm. of those two things. 
Uh, when does uh, the Mew event like? When can you? When is the latest? Oh, you can on the cards out? on the Mew event, I believe it's May thirty first is when they expire. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just a heads up. Cool. So, next piece of news, which will affect Scrawn, yeah. is going to be Pokemon tournament. <gasps> got an update. There's a patch that came out. Please we are nerf Shadow Tournament. Mewtwo. Please huh? nerf Shadow Mewtwo. Uh, there is a fix for Shadow Mewtwo. Yeah! Where it can use an infinite combo <laughs> that cannot be stopped. Uh, I don't know if it's a nerf so much as it's fixing it from being broken. Um, there is an adjustment for Reshiram as well. Uh, one of the support Pokemon. Mm. And there are some bug fixes on top of that. I think they fluffed up Reshram's Fedoras a bit. Is that what they did? Is that all they did? I have no idea. I, I have no idea what the funny. adjustment for Reshiram is. Like, there's a... There's a uh, I, I will not go into Reshiram's Fedoras because some of them have a very unfortunate placement. That's, that's, that's 100% true. Okay, so... We have another last piece of news is that we were all very excited for po- Pokeni. Right? Pokenchi. Pokenchi. We were all very excited for Pokenchi, the Japanese TV show that is essentially just one half-hour advertisement for Pokemon. And they were ta- saying that they're going to have Junichi Masuda and a few other people there. And okay. we we got pretty much no news. That sounds like a Japanese uh, amalgamation of the words for Pokemon and Uchi, which means home, so Pokemon. Yeah. It actually yeah. means gathering at the Pokemon house. That's how it translates. Huh. Nice. Yeah. So, we, they just showed the Sun and Moon trailer that was on the Nintendo Direct, and they, they just kind of talked about the game, I guess, and they, somebody asked Junichi Masuda how many new Pokemon were going to be in there, and as a joke, he responded more than ten, because <laughs> that is absolutely <laughs> obvious. Wow, <laughs> what a joker, Masuda-san. Yeah, oh, right? you're so funny. <laughs> yeah, well, the good, the good news is that we're not... Out, we're not left out to dry. Koro Koro did say they'll start covering Sun and Moon this month. I can tell you, I would not be surprised if Koro Koro literally just covered everything we already knew. Yeah. And that's that's it, you know, this month. But I can see real news for sure coming by May. And okay. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get any big announcements until I don't know E three. Yeah. I mean, they don't they don't like to announce games at E3, but they're not against announcing things about the game at E3. Yeah. Because Fairy Type was announced at E3 in 2013. So I mean, they have said that this game is going to come out like probably in November. I'm they thinking. said holiday. They said holiday, but I will, as I said before, bet my money that we have a release date. Let me let me look it on the calendar. I, you said on the 18th. On the 18th and, or 19th. And honestly, after you correctly predicted the date of the Nintendo Direct, <laughs> I'm, I'm inclined to trust you. I'm going to say it's the 18th or 19th, but Europe will get it a week later. If I, I swear, <laughs> if we do, <laughs> I'm going to get on a plane just for the purpose of coming to your house and saying, this is your fault because you said it on the show, now you have to let me play with your game. That's fine. When's the con- <laughs> if you come and visit me because of that, I don't think I'll be mad. <laughs> You'll have to pay for the plane ticket. Oh, I'm not doing that. It's going to be your fault. <laughs> I have to buy a car. Uh, that's just getting a new Thatchmobile. 
Ooh. Uh, yeah. So. Anyway, no, yeah, it was a it was a bit of a disappointment because after it's, it's, all it got well. This okay, time, so so it got really hyped because the guy Serebi uh, reported that it would presumably be the first place for Sun and Moon footage, and. Yeah. The internet just took it and went with it. Like, a bunch of stories were just like, this is going to happen. There's going to be footage. And I'm just like, you shouldn't say that. Yeah, um, Serebi said it could have some footage. Because, uh, I mean, they said they were going to have footage, but they didn't say they were going to have new footage. No, they would they would hype that, too, if they had new footage. Yeah. And so it was it's questionable wording. Well, I mean, they did hype it. Anyway, they <laughs> always true. hype it. They hype everything up. And every time, our feeble, weak little hearts get the delusion that we're going to get something amazing. And then we are sorely disappointed and our hearts break all over again. That's true. You see, listeners of the Puckle Podcast, Thatch has experienced this time and time again. And that is why his heart is cold and dry. <laughs> That's 100% true, probably. <laughs> I, I have done this for, I guess, so this is going to be Gen 7, right? I, I have done speculation for Gen 5, Gen 6, and now Gen 7. This is the third, this is my third time round, right? Gen and, 4 is the only gen that didn't let you down. <laughs> well, Gen 4 is, Gen 4 is what inspired me to start the show. But, I mean, it, it was, it was the first time, like, I, I'm, this is, like, I'm in, quote unquote, the Pokemon journalism community. I, I don't want to say that I am, uh, because I run a podcast and we talk about Pokemon. Well, and, Mr. And Thatch, said, you own the longest-running Pokemon podcast on the internet, so... That's, that's a true statement, too, but I don't like to flaunt that. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's it's silly. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I have a pretty good feeling about when a lot of things are going to work. And I respect uh, Joe Merrick, the guy who runs Cerebi to know what's up and i trust his wording almost 100 percent. he yeah, he is too. as cautious as i am about a lot of leaks mm-hmm. he is cautious and he has great instincts about it too. oh he does i i understand 100 percent why he has those instincts uh, <laughs> you are both yeah. uh well-traveled pokemon adventurers that's true he's probably a little bit more so than me uh, <laughs> but yeah That's it for the news. We will take a short break here, guys, and we will kick it on over to the topic. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your Puckle experience. First, you can come to PucklePodcast.com, where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And on to the topic. Our topic today is the Pokemon Go beta leaks. So, the Pokemon Go beta started last week, which is kind of cool, I guess. And... Kind of cool. Kind of cool. Okay, you're gonna like overhype it, Whimsicott. No, Uh, I'm not. I think you are. Don't you know me at all? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I have a secret. What? I'm a beta tester. Are you? No, you're not. You're not not from Japan, so. Or am I? No, you're not. You don't live in Japan yet. 
yet. <laughs> but yeah, the, the beta's out um, in Japan, and they've been leaking it, and it's been just going all over the place. But the, my favorite thing has just been, like, this week, the past, the past two weeks in the Pokemon Go, like, communities on Reddit <laughs> and stuff, has just been, like, the amount of salt that is just yeah. poured out. Because we got that press release, we talked about it last week on the show. And a lot of people were upset. And then when they finally got to see the beta, even more people seeing that it was confirmed that this was happening got even more upset. And it's it's really funny actually because first of all, this is all their own fault for not listening to Thatch <laughs> when he said that we shouldn't have high expectations. When he said it's not gonna be like the game, but with augmented reality and all that. And people didn't listen. It's their own fault. They overhyped themselves up. And the proof that I do not overhype Pokemon Go is that I am not disappointed with the leaks. No, it's very exciting. I said so, this last um, week. Guys, could I didn't actually see this. So could you explain what actually was revealed in the leaks? Uh, I, well, we're, we'll get, we're getting there, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah. We're getting there. Uh, but I'm very excited for... Uh, the game in general, just because even though it seems like it's just Ingress with a Pokemon coat of paint, I think the Pokemon coat of paint is literally what I needed to push me over the edge of Ingress. Yeah, so. I have been I have been playing some Ingress lately because um, I'm trying to get some exercise in, and yeah, that's, just that's not a just, bad way to do it. Yeah, yesterday I walked for like eight kilometers. That's not bad. Playing Ingress, and yeah, I it it didn't seem like a chore at all. I had a lot of fun and I wasn't tired at all when I get when I got home. So That's true. Uh, but you know, yeah, uh I got uh a media piece from Ingress. Mm -hmm. Like you get media drops from portals sometimes. Yeah. And you you will see like these messages or videos and you know I'm a smurf, right? In Ingress. I'm Oh you're a smurf? Oh. Yeah, I'm in the resistance. <laughs> And uh, back when I made the choice, because I actually got into Ingress back when you had to like apply to Google itself. Yeah. Invite. And uh, when I finally got in, I read the backstory and I was like, okay, you people are like being manipulated by these alien invasors. I, I am going to save us all. I'm going to be a resistance. And then I got this piece of media yesterday, and this resistance lady was talking about another alien race that <laughs> the resistance or part of the resistance is trying to get to Earth. And I was like, what? Neither <laughs> side is uh, perfect, neither, I guess. Neither side is, is, is in the right, probably, here. Yeah. So, but my point is... I spent 15 minutes, like, walking around while reading my smartphone. Don't do that at home, kids. <laughs> uh, trying to figure out, wait, did I pick the wrong faction? What is the actual story here? Yeah. And I was trying to make the game more interesting. If the game is Ingress with Pokemon, it's automatically interesting. It's automatically awesome. You already care about Pokemon. Yeah, that's and true. Ingress is so f much fun. I think it we can use that to actually segue into some of the leaks. Yes. And uh, we have we have information about the three teams. We were talking about the three teams that were revealed in, for <gasps> Pokemon Go. Yeah. And Poison so, team. Poison huh? team. 
poison team. No, no it's a uh, red, blue, and yellow team. What? How do you feel? Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, there there are a few questions. Okay. Here. Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna immediately get mad. Now, tell me like what what defines them? What defines these teams? That's okay. the problem. We don't know colors. Oh my god! That's, <laughs> stop! Stop! Why are you trying? Uh, uh, my heart. My heart. Oh, okay, no, no, to be no. fair, scrum, to be fair, this scrum, is a beta. Scrum. This is a beta. Scrum. It could change. Scrum, don't go towards light. Stay here with us. <laughs> Should I go to the red, blue, or yellow light? No, what, no. Puckle hasn't decided yet. Yeah. <laughs> we, we will have a very profound and important debate on this, but... Right now, we know the teams because someone uh, mined the code Yeah, from the beta game, and it says literally Team Yellow, Team Blue, Team Red. But this could all That's change. Cool. Again, this yeah. is still just the beta. This could, could change. very well be a variable marker. Yeah. I mean, it's just like Whimsicott was telling me before the show t- uh, about the Snivy thing. Yeah. Uh, to explain the Snivy thing... Someone managed to extract uh, a sprite sheet from the game. And uh, something we have not mentioned to Scrawn yet is that it is pretty much confirmed that at least in the beta test, but probably in the beginning of the game as well. Probably at the start. uh, We will only have the 151 Gen 1 Pokemon. Yeah, no Crobat. Yeah, Nobody no. likes Crobat. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry, Scron. Uh But uh, there was a funny thing about this sprite sheet. It had 151 usable in-game sprites, and then one, uh, let's call it 2D, sprite <laughs> of a random Snivy. We are not sure what the Snivy is doing there. It might be a placeholder in the style of Missing No. Why but... did you choose Snivy, though? Uh, because, as Sublime would tell you, Snivy is blatantly the best Pokemon ever, and That's... the only possible starter that makes any sense to choose. <laughs> that was Sublime's words, not mine. This redeems it a little bit to me. <laughs> I mean, it's I, not, I, it's not Snivy. bad. Snivy. It's not bad, but I'm still reeling in shock. I mean, why couldn't you do, at least do some absolutely uh, convoluted Japanese team name like team mega burst super smash i don't we know actually it's... do not know that the teams are going to be called red blue and yellow these yeah, might be placeholder names mm-hmm. there yeah. is speculation that of course this could be related to the first american versions yep since niantic is an american-based company Mm-hmm. Uh, there are also speculations that since there is actually a bit of a mess with the first version because Japan had green, we didn't have green, uh, and so on and so on, that these colors might actually correspond to Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. Ooh, that'd be cool. Which would make it a tiny bit more interesting, I, but I, I would don't just, think that's going to I would just happen. like to see a uh, backstory for these teams. You know what I mean? Me too. Because I, I, I want a reason to join. I want a reason to join yellow team over blue team because uh like you said zapdos is cool or even join yellow or red team over blue team because it's i don't know i i don't know like it could just be a cooler team to join for reasons exactly i am 1000 percent with you on this i want 
a reason to pick a team besides it's my favorite color or this was my first version. Well, honestly, some guy did uh, research on the Pokemon Go yes. about the distribution of the teams if it's just based on color. I saw that. And, and Blue is going to have all of the people. Yeah. But what color? Blue. Blue. Because Blue. Blue is statistically most people's favorite color. Yeah, it's like 42% people in the world have Blue as their favorite color. I'm one of them. Um, uh, so, yeah, uh, he he did a very interesting analysis, actually. He was like, okay, so Blue is going to have, like, say, 40% of people. And Red is going to follow with, like, 30%. And so Blue is going to have the numbers, but Red is psychologically going to have the most aggressive and active people on it. Mm-hmm. And yellow is going to be the underdog team. And red and yellow are going to cooperate together to bring down blue in certain areas because blue is going to have the numerical advantage, but uh, yellow is going to be the strategist people and I, stuff like that. Th- it was I am really 100% ex- excited that this were true, honestly. I like that. Be. Because yeah. I'm very much looking forward to teams of different colors or different orientations just joining up to take out one other team. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's yeah. different than Ingress in that way. Ingress you just have two teams. You have you have good guys, bad guys. But here you have three groups. And I guess you couldn't say they're all bad guys, right? But you could be like, "Man, this team is just like controlling this part of town." And then you you see like a couple like I I'm going to say quote unquote agents because that's how we refer to them in Ingress. I guess they're mm-hmm. trainers here. But you could see be like this yellow guy keeps going and I'm red. And it's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to go talk to him and see if we can team up and take down these gyms over here. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's very interesting, this aspect, which, as you said, Ingress couldn't have because it only has two teams. Mm-hmm. But still, I, I do want backstory or uh, some idea associations with the teams. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, it's it's kind of weird it is if it's red, blue, and yellow, because even though we didn't get green version, I mean, they could have based it on starter types, and they didn't. Yeah, yeah no, I, I don't want it to be based on starter types, though. I think that's too arbitrary. I mean, or not arbitrary, but it's going to definitely just create different factions, right? Oh, oh no, I, did, I didn't mean you're going to be put on a team depending on the starter you pick. Yeah, that's true, okay. Uh, well, I'm I think the starter thing was revealed too, right? Don't you just go out and catch one, and that's in it? In the beta, that is definitely true. We do not know if this carries over to the actual game, of course. I would, I would imagine it would actually transfer over. I think that's, I think that's the best way to do it. I agree. I think that's the Absolutely. best way to do it. I'm very excited for eggs and everything too, because there hasn't been oh, too much um, talk about eggs. But mm. eggs, uh, you have no idea when when you did the episode last week. While they were doing the episode, I was reading about eggs. <laughs> and I was, like, screaming at everyone in the chat about, Oh my god, we get to watch eggs by walking around! Guys, 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 this is the best thing ever! And Thatch was like, uh, yeah, I know, we just talk about it on the episode. That is totally <laughs> Thatch right there. <laughs> that, that, I, think that's, I think that's exactly my reaction, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, what else was there in the leaks? I don't know that there was like these are the oh, things. That st- those are the there things is... that stood out to me. But I know everything so stood out to stuff. you. Okay, so um, first of all, there is a list of biomes. Biomes. I still don't know how biomes. You... Biomes. Thank nice. you. Um, many of them are like urban areas. 
mm-hmm. which uh, might imply that even if you live in a city, you might get a good variety of Pokemon. I would, I would hope so. I would hate if I could only catch, like, six Pokemon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, natures for individual Pokemon were found, which assuaged some of the worry that people had when hearing about the evolution method for That's Pokemon. Right. Apparently, you catch a Pokemon, you probably do not have 1v1 battles. You just <laughs> battle in the gyms, like the press release said. But... You don't exactly, like, stack 20 Bulbasaur on top of each other to get an Ivysaur. Yes. Each Pokemon of each species carries an evolution shard, and if you get enough of them, you combine them into an evolution stone for that specific Pokemon species. And the latest data from the data mine indicates that the number of shards you need to collect varies for the Pokemon species. You need, like... 10 to evolve a Caterpie, 20 to evolve a Tentacle, and something like 50 to evolve a Magikarp into a Gyarados. That's still really cool. I'm down with yeah. that. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, it's it's practically the same, but conceptually I am much happier, like, taking a tiny piece of something that my Bulbasaur number 37 is carrying it <laughs> and using it to evolve my Bulbasaur number three than taking, you know, the actual Bulbasaur. <laughs> I'm wondering how stage two Pokemon work then. Like, do you get a new shard when you evolve your Bulbasaur into an Ivysaur? You know what I mean? That sounds pretty likely. I mean, uh, wow. uh, otherwise you'd have to catch, like... This is just turning out to be, like, a catch em all version of 2048. And... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. <You're right. laughs> no, but uh, oh. the individual Pokemon actually have value. They have natures. Mm-hmm. The, these natures are Stoic, Guardian, Assassin, Raider, Protector, Sentry, and Champion. I want an Assassin Bulbasaur. Oh, Just man. so I can be like, Bulbasaur. you're an Assassin. So rad. <laughs> no, Bulbasaur but, I mean, is gonna make you sore. <laughs> these are... These are Probably, like, obviously indications of whether a Pokemon is more suited to defending a gym or to attacking a gym or stuff like that. But it's still very interesting. They also confirmed that every Pokemon has, like, two moves, right? That wasn't exactly confirmed. Okay. There are 232 moves. Okay. And it appears from a couple of lines of codes that each Pokemon is going to have a quick move and a move that takes some preparation, some charging to use. But this, you know, it's only vaguely implied by the code, and this is what has been speculated, but there is no confirmation at the moment. What we do know is that moves like Moonblast are in the game. Like Generation 6 moves. Well, you would expect it because you can't just re-retcon... Clefable? Mr. Mime and Clefable, yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, all the types are in the game, even Dark, which, which is... Yeah, which has no representation in Gen 1. Yeah. Uh, something else that I found relatively interesting is that... Um, oh, let me find this again. Uh, badges are not gym badges. They are... Pretty much like the achievements in Ingress. That's fine by me, right? <laughs> that is fine by me as well. 
I'm, I mean, uh, the people on the Silk Road. Uh, the Silk Road, for those of you who do not know, is a subreddit dedicated to facilitating trade mm-hmm. in Pokemon Go between people who live far away from each other. Like, say, I know I'm going to Milan this weekend. I'm going to pick up a Pokemon from someone who lives next to me, and I'm going to take it to Milan, and someone from the Silk Road is going to take that Pokemon and bring it to, say, Turin, when where someone else will take that Pokemon and trade it for the Pokemon that the person who lives next to me wants, and the Pokemon will go back to Milan from Turin, and then I will pick it up the next time mm-hmm. I'm in Milan, and I will bring it to the person who lives next to me. Um, and... It's kind of funny because uh, someone noticed that the attitude you were mentioning about people being salty. (laughs) People in the Pokemon subreddit are 100% salty about the Pokemon Go leaks. People are super hyped still. Yeah. The Pokemon Go subreddit is like 50% salt, 50% hype. And the Silk Road subreddit is like an island of joy. They... A lot of okay. To be fair, though, I have been reading it, uh, the subreddit very much. So all of them, the Silk Road still has people who are kind of in denial. Um, oh, because I they're like they're definitely all hype still. But there's a guy who's definitely in denial, and he's just like, I've just printed off a hundred gym badges when people come and find me and battle me in PvP battles, and it's just like, we know this isn't happening. Well, I mean, he he knows he's not going to have a gym at this point, but. Uh, these people are talking about making like uh, sort of business cards in, yeah, I heard in that. the that, style that's of more the Pokemon cards. And I guess if one guy wants to his card to say this is my gym badge, mm-hmm. why not? I mean, maybe he's going to have a maybe he knows he has like a very important ingress portal next to his own house, mm-hmm. and he says, okay, this is. going to be a gym, and since I live right next to it, I'm going to be in control of it pretty much the entire time. So it's going to be my, in finger quotes, gym. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? I mean, as long as he knows what he's getting into, if he makes it, if it it makes him happy, why not? (laughs) Yeah, no, no. Now, I'm not going to, like, if that's the way they're saying it, that's fine by me. But the people who still believe PvP is happening, like, um, no. it, there, there's a small chance it is. Mm. Yes, I mean, this is a better test. But I I wouldn't count on it. Yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't count on it right now. I think what I've been telling you for weeks and weeks is that people are getting disappointed because they want the main game on mobile mm-hmm. with augmented reality. In fact, uh... what they should have been expecting is, like, the April Fool's game from 2014 in the real world. <laughs> I mean, it's all a matter of perspective, you know? Yeah, you, can't, yeah. you can't have the main game on your mobile phone, or otherwise no one is ever going to buy a 3DS ever again for right? Pokemon. And, but if you see it from the other side... You flip the pancake over, and it's golden and delicious, because it's the Google thingy, which made people crazy and everyone loved, and you get to do that in real life. That's true. With gyms and trades. Because I guarantee you within, like, 24 hours of the Pokemon Go release, 
we are going to get um, a website that's just like, this is where you can catch all of the Pokemon in the world. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's going to work like that. Because I think it's going to happen. Saying... There's going to be a website where people gather that information. Oh, uh, I mean, yes, but they, they aren't going to be able to do what they did for the Google mm, Oh, yeah, absolutely game not. Because there you had precise GPS coordinates for each Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And what the beta has been revealing is that apparently the Pokemon are not going to be in a fixed location. They are not going to be at Pokestops. You are only going to get eggs from Pokestops. Yeah, I didn't think Pokemon. so. They're just going to be roaming, essentially. It's going to be random not, encounters. They're going to be generated like XM is generating in Ingress, mm-hmm. probably. Which is um, where uh, where cellular data activity is is detected. Yeah. XM mm-hmm. is generated. And so, essentially, you're going to get Pokemon popping up next to main roads and houses and all that. But it's, I mean, if I walk there and I find a squirrel, if you walk there 20 minutes later, you're not going to find a squirrel. No. But you might find a horsey 500 yards away an hour later. Mm-hmm. No, it's very interesting, and these leaks have definitely like brought a lot of stuff to the forefront, and it's answered a lot of questions. It's disappointed that a lot of the community, which I I don't want to comment on uh, my feelings about. And I have commented enough, I feel. I, <laughs> and uh, You know, I, if it, you're disappointed with it, then the way I play. see it, as, as someone... Yeah, basically... But as someone who has just like learned all this information, I'm a, I'm in a bit of shock. But there's no reason to like not be grateful for what we are getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I understand that some people may not have given very deep thoughts about, you know, the fact that it obviously couldn't be like the trailer showed it to be. Yeah. Or <sighs> that it it obviously could not be like the main games Mm -hmm. because that is like a conclusion you reach if you spend a bit of time thinking about it Yeah, and I mean maybe a more casual observer might have assumed hey they made the trailer like this and the main game is like this so why shouldn't it be like this as well but I don't know hashtag hype (laughs) yeah I mean I guess there are people who must have given it a lot of thought and they are still extremely salty about it Mm -hmm. and I'm having a hard time understanding them. I mean, everything you feel about this is perfectly legit. It's what you feel. But I don't know. Um, I feel like... I, I, I. I feel sad about it because I'm I'm sure these people could have enjoyed Pokemon Go very much if they hadn't, like, made too high expectations yeah. for themselves. I, they, just, they just made these expectations, and I don't want to go on too much about this so we don't seem like haters. But I'm they, not a hater. I, no, not I, you. Not, I'm not talking about like us, like us being haters of the game, but being haters on the people that like overhyped it. I mean, I'm I feel bad for them. On, yeah, and pretty much. They, they, I, just, they decided that, that uh, the trailer was the game for some reason, and I don't know what that was. And I, I don't know. It's, it's whatever. But I think I, I'm very excited for it. I think you're obviously very excited for it. Scrawn's still no, gonna play it because I'm gonna force him. 
I'm gonna play it anyway. I'm gonna I don't force see what the big deal is. This is exactly what I've expected. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty hi- happy with it, and I'm like I'm pretty excited. I'm the type of person who expects the worst, but hopes for like little tiny Easter eggs. Like it's sort of like with Pock and Tournament and Chandelure. Like that was just mm. a bonus. If you have really low expectations, then you're always pleasantly surprised. That's well, true. Most of the time. I mean, yes. I the only thing I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have low expectations for like main series games. But these new spinoffs that they're just like coming up with new ideas for, I'm not gonna expect too much. Mm. And I think that is wise. Yeah. I mean. I try to have low expectations about everything, but I'm a super optimistic person by nature, and so <laughs> I have a really hard time doing that. All right, so I think that's it for the topic, guys. We are going to take a sm- small commercial break, and we are going to come back at you guys with the poke of the episode. So we will catch you on the flip-flop. Well, howdy, y'all. It's far-fetched Freddy. Now, I bet you thought you'd heard the last of me, but the Puckle Podcast has brought Farfetch'd Farms on as an official sponsor. If you haven't heard about our delicious deals on the last episode, then let me go ahead and remind you. For just forty-five ninety-five a month, you can get a hand-picked leak delivered to your household. What are leaks good for, you ask? Well, if you have a far-fetched, these handy little sprigs will serve as their trusty sword. If you don't, well, you can eat it, I guess. If you order today, we will wake you up before you go-go. Your far-fetched will be stronger than a ho-o. We'll wake you up before you go-go. Don't want to miss it when it starts to fly. Far-fetched farms. We got the leaks and we got the beaks. Poke of the episode. And welcome back, guys, to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 385, Jirachi, the Wish Pokemon. A legend states that Jirachi will make true any wish that is written on the notes attached to its head when it awakens. If this Pokemon senses danger, it will fight without awakening. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jirachi mm-hmm. is the legendary Pokemon that's been given away. Um, it's base stats 100 all across the board and Psychic Steel type. So it's actually got a good amount of resistances. Yeah, It does. It's it used to have bad. more. But <laughs> it did used to have more. Uh, yeah. It used to not be weak to ghost or dark, but now it is. And it's uh, it's it, on top of that, it's only weak to ground and fire. But it's resistant to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine types. Yep. So that's doing pretty good, and it's immune to another. So that's ten types that don't do normal damage to it, which is insane. That's more than half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very good. As always, steel typing is excellent. It's mostly because of the steel typing. I don't think any of it's really from the psychic typing, other than the psychic the quarter psychic. damage. Yeah, pretty much. Everything else is really just from the <laughs> uh, the steel typing. Yeah. Oh, the bug times one? That's from the steel typing? I don't even think... I don't think it's done anything for it, except give it more weaknesses. Yeah, It does give much. it a good stab, though. Mm, yes... Which is only rarely used. That's true. 
That <laughs> the psychic stab is not used very often. It's more often Iron Head, which segues us to uh, how to run your Jirachi. Yeah. All right. Uh, so there, the most common way to run a Jirachi is to put a choice scarf onto it, which goes really well with its ribbons. So make sure the choice <laughs> scarf is the right color for your Jirachi. It's going to be blue. Um, I don't think this is how you do it, Whimsicott. <laughs> to be I fair, mean, it is the best set because it also gets a Serene Grace, which is crazy good with Iron Head. Oh, with yeah. With Iron Head and with Heart Stump and with Fire Punch. Yeah. So Iron or Serene Grace, for those of you who don't know, I believe doubles the chance. Yes. Of additional of, effects. Of additional so, effects. Like, so you already have a 30% chance to flinch with Iron Head. So it's now 60. Yes. Pretty good. Choice Scarf Jirachi is used by uh, a Poketuber, commonly known as the Hex God, the Heated Moo, <laughs> who has made a trade in being as annoying as possible in Pokemon battles. Serene Grace is the way to do that. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the common set is Iron Head, U-Turn, because when you have a Choice Scarf, why not have a U-Turn? Yeah. Um, they use Heart Stamp or Fire Punch What on, does Heart Stamp do? That is... Heart Stamp is like another 30% chance to flinch. And it's and a it, physical psychic type move. Okay, that's it not It's a physical psychic type, but it only has a 60 base power. So yeah, but you're if you're running Serene Grace, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, you're essentially using it hoping that you will flinch things to death. So that work out <laughs> roughly 60% of the time. Yeah. Another great thing that Jirachi has is if you are not using Wish, which you're obviously not using with a choice scarf, No. Uh, Jirachi has no reliable recovery. No. And so uh, when Jirachi has gotten too low, despite all of its resistances, you can use Choice Scarf Healing Wish to get another one of your Pokemon back to full health, healing all of its status. And so, say you have managed to save a burnt or poisoned Pokemon with just a sliver of HP, bang! You essentially get three Pokemon for the price of two with That's Healing true. Wish. Yeah, it's a very good move if you mm-hmm. if you can use it correctly. If you if you know how to play, Healing Wish works really well. Yeah, um, there are, there are other sets. My on, favorite is actually the special defensive um, set. It's uh, very good. It's it's uh, you have to run a couple special AV spreads, but I'm a big fan. Iron Head belongs in every Jirachi. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> never Absolutely. run not Iron Head. It had, you can run Toxic or Body Slam. Body Slam, I prefer, just because you get the Paralysis Chance and you're yes. essentially Togekiss with Paraflinch. Para yeah, and <laughs> you become even more evil. Yeah, and you're just stalling them out because you're wish-protecting Iron Head. When, when they do it, track you, you just protect and you just wish and you're just doing great. Uh, I, prefer, I prefer that over anything. Jirachi is such a trolly Pokemon. Yeah, it's fantastic. Is there I, anything special that you like about it, Scron? Um, I like Doom Desire. Really? That's Me a garbage too. move, though. It is. I think it's so cool, it though. It's a cool animation, I think. Yeah. I'm a fan of that. Like, I remember playing Coliseum when I was younger, and then, the, like, they had the Jirachi pre-made set that had Doom Desire on it, and I would use that, and I was just like, oh my god, I always win this way. <laughs> 
Yeah. You but. could, I mean, there are so many ways you can do with Jirachi. Having base 100 stats across the board, I was even thinking last night when I was looking at all of the, because I, I have five generation six games, so mm-hmm. I can get at least five Jirachi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I ever manage to stop. Well, I bought X, and uh-huh. I used X as my main version, and then I got Y, because, of course, you need both, right? Yeah, right. And then I wanted to play it again over and over and over again, and so I bought another X version, because it was slightly cheaper than it usually would have been. I'm almost <laughs> no. as bad as you with the 3DSs. Okay, I, um, I'm understanding now, yeah, okay. And then, no. of course, I have for us both versions if i may um one of the like things about jirachi that really interests me is it's it's its art style and i mm-hmm. think that actually it might have i know that it has at least a certain amount of japanese sort of traditionalism yeah. in it oh absolutely but i i absolutely think that there may have been like a lovecraftian like hp lovecraft uh, really cthulhu what? because cthulhu is like sleeping under the ocean for these thousands and thousands of years and it also has the signature eldritch eye oh interesting yeah. well thank you for ruining jirachi for me scrum <laughs> it jirachi is a really creepy pokemon for me if you want me to uh whimsicott i can ruin no. it even more we could ruin oh, it even more oh, go ahead <laughs> uh well jirachi's pokemon cards aren't great <laughs> <laughs> the TCG. That doesn't ruin Jirachi for so, me. So, uh, generation the generation set actually has a Jirachi card in it. Um, it's not good. Uh, it's a psychic type, seventy HP, one psychic energy. It lets you do wish, and it lets you search for a card and put it in your hand. And then for an additional double colorless, you can do Heart Sign, which does fifty damage, and that's all that card does. Oh my goodness! Uh, the one that's actually not too bad is the one from Roaring Skies. It's not an awful card. It's a steel type, 70 HP, and uh, so for one metal energy, you can do Diminutive Desire, which allows you to look at the top seven cards of your deck and put one of them in your hand, and you shuffle the rest of them back in. Fine. Mm -hmm. Good enough. Right? Uh, But Doom Desire is actually not bad at all. It is uh, a metal energy and a colorless. Discard all energy attached to this Pokemon, so two of them. Uh, The defending Pokemon is knocked out at the end of your opponent's next turn. So it's uh, if you want to use Doom Desire in a good way, that's the way to do it, Scrawn. Mm. But it, it's not bad. Like it would be like, say you need to knock out your opponent's EX for the win or something like that. That's the way to do it. Mm. Yeah. Well, there was another Jirashi set that I was considering, but you know we need to cut the episode short. You may never find out unless you battle me in the future. She doesn't need to ruin it for you guys. <laughs> no, I mean it's going to be absolutely terrible because I am terrible at competitive Pokemon. But you know, at least it's going to be a bit different from the usual Jirachi you see. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So anything else that's interesting? I'm actually researching something. Well, I like the lore for Jirachi. I've always loved it because it's the wishing Pokemon, right? Mm -hmm. And so in the West, we wish upon a star. In Japan, you wish upon little tags that you attach Mm -hmm. to... um, What's the word? 
Yeah, and especially um, Jirachi is based on the Tanabata festivity, which is why it's given out at Tanabata every year in Japan. Mm-hmm. And um, at Tanabata, you attach these little tags to like um, limbs from trees and plants, and I think they are bamboo springs, right, Scrum? Um, I'm not too familiar with Japanese uh, culture in that regard. You're just studying the language for now. Basically, yeah. All right. So, uh, Tanabata is the very romantic story of um, the two lovers represented by the stars Vega and Altair mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, meeting across the river of the Milky Way. And uh, I don't know what the relation is with the wishmaking, but essentially, Jirachi has the wishmaking lore of the West and the wishmaking lore of Japan all in the same Pokemon. I, I really like that. I always have liked that. Um, one last thing I think it's cool about Jirachi. Well, not cool. It sucked for a lot of people. Um, so Shiny Jirachi was legitimately obtainable due to an oversight with the Pokemon Coliseum bonus disc. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> since uh, that was an oversight. It was not intended. It was supposed to be Shiny Locked. But it was actually harder than normal to get a Shiny Jirachi from really? that bonus disc. So it was possible, but it was locked out of the um, uh, transfer, or what is it called, uh, Pokey Transporter app. Yeah. It wasn't allowed to be transported until, I think, I think they fixed it recently, but it, oh, was, it was unavailable, and <laughs> which was very interesting. It's the only thing that's ever happened with that. Mm. Um, so if you want to know more about Pokemon, you can check out Pokepodcast.com. We have a bunch of writers who are awesome at their jobs. Two of them are right here. One of them is Scrawn, who does his Pokemon Origins, right? Um, or you I haven't had a time recently, but okay. I, I plan on picking that up. Okay. So we also have Mickey Panda doing anime synopses, Whimsicott and Snag doing opinion articles, Viger doing the news, Locke doing interviews. Um, we have Jushiro doing TCG articles, Sublime doing VGC articles, and Basket doing a monthly comic. I hit everybody, right? You did. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mess up. No bingo marker on the card today. All right. So we are going to cut it right here, guys, and we will come right back at you with the mailbag. It's mail time. It's time for the mailbag. Send in your emails. Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And welcome to the mailbag, guys. If you are new to the show, our mailbag segment is where everybody comes and will be able to be heard on the show. We do as many emails as we can. Uh, Hopefully we can get to all of them today. Um, so we are going to get right into it. As always, the mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. There we go. <laughs> and you're lucky that Scron had to step out and the Dora thing was a joke. Scron had to go and save some orphaned happiny. But uh, otherwise, you'd have had a three-way hoof in there. Yes, that would have yeah. happened somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and so 
you have that. And as always, we will hopefully, it's just Whimsicott and I. If somebody does not have the mailbag badge, we will see if anybody can earn it. Um, so let's dig right into it. Our mailbag question last week was, what do you think of the press release about Pokemon Go? So it's actually very fitting for this episode. Um, since uh, most of our, anytime we talk about Pokemon Go now, it seems to be about disappointment. So. <laughs> I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, not on our ends, right? Uh, <laughs> so let's jump on in. We have this first one from Breeder Matt. Howdy, howdy, Puckle Crew. It's everyone's most tolerable Pokemon breeder. That's too perfect, actually. Um, breeder Matt. Mega Beedrill, you say? Perfect. No one will be able to stop the power of the swarm. All will bend and bow to the awesome power of the Mega Stones and an aphilic shock. And there will no longer be a variety of criminals. Instead, there will just be me. Well, um, I mean, we. Puckle for life? Anyway, changing the subject subtly, I'm actually really interested in how Pokemon Go is shaping up, especially since it would be pretty easy for people to get and raise their favorite Pokemon, except, you know, legendaries. Either way, I'm going to control my neighborhood with my iron fleet of Beedrills. Plotting my next step with e- with the pen in hand, Breeder Matt. <laughs> That's silly. Alright, uh, you can get this next one from... I don't know what he wants us to call us anymore. Uh, this is Philly the Kid, I believe. He didn't put his name in. Oh, yeah. Please sign your emails because sometimes we get a bit confused recognizing yes. you just from the email address. That is true. All right. Dear Puckle, short and sweet this time for me. I love the releases of Red, Blue, and Yellow on 3DS. While the remakes of Gold and Silver are a thing, do you think Nintendo could possibly re-release Gold, Silver, and Crystal in their original games? Yes. Yes, I think that, I think that's definitely something that's going to happen. Absolutely. I don't see it not happening. But they're not going to just release one game and then immediately release the other one. No, no, no. It's going to take some time. Yeah, you're going to have to wait, and they're going to be like, maybe right after Pokemon Sun and Moon come out, they'll announce it or something like that. I don't know. Don't you think they would wait for the 20th anniversary of Gold, Silver, and Crystal? They they could do that. I wouldn't be but surprised either. that is either. like three years away, right? I think it's only two. I'd have to mm. double check. Yeah. But you could be you right. It could be three. I, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure they came out... In 1999 in Japan as well, but I might be wrong. Yeah. You, anyway. I, you're probably right. Let me, I'll double check that while you're doing this. Okay, thank you. I'm really hyped for Sun and Moon, and the concept of using the Pokebank to transfer excites me, as I've already caught two Mews in my yellow version, and my only regret of Gen 1 is how annoyingly hard it is to sort through my pokes in the box, and trading back and forth repetitively to restart my game to do another playthrough is so frustrating. I don't ask for too much from Sun and Moon. Just really excited for the release dates. Yeah. Keep up good work. Smile you later. And uh, we didn't even get release dates from Pokemon. No, we don't even have those. I'm I, so we're not, sad. We're not, we might get those on... On Koro Koro? Uh, not from Koro Koro. I think E3 will give us release dates. That is so far away. Well, imagine it. We didn't get a release date for uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire at the announcement. And I, I don't think we're going to see it until about E3. I'm not going to say it's going to be at E3, but around that time. Mm. Around that time. Also, Gold and Silver was released in Japan November 21st, 1999. So oh. I hope we don't have to wait until the 20th anniversary. Yeah, of they're Gold probably Silver. not going to wait three <laughs> years for that. Uh, <laughs> it's three years and a half. Yeah, right? 
I mean, no, they're yeah. not going to wait that long if they're going to do it. It's interesting that that's the weekend they did it, because that's, like, the weekend they've been releasing games now, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, That's interesting to see. And October 15th was actually the release date in North America and Europe. Oh, I'm so sorry, Whimsicott. Didn't get it until 2001. Yeah. Mm. Pretty much. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hi, hey, I, I was, I was still busy. Australia playing. got it before the, the me before North America did. Well, uh, you don't have to translate it into ten different languages That's to true. sell it in Australia. That's true. So, you know, absolutely <laughs> true. All right, so thank you for that. I guess Philly the kid. That's what we call him. Uh, so our next one is from. Let's see here. Uh, he did not write his name either. He did. <laughs> His he? youngest, youngster oh, soul. Oh, it's youngster soul. Okay, it's in there. It's in there. Never mind. Hi, hi, Puckle Crew. It's youngster soul here. And lately, I've been learning to wear my youngster noob title with pride. So, what if I taught my Soikun cut? He's just so strong, and I totally did not waste a move slot for a better move like Scald. Can you use Scald to cut down trees? I didn't think so. Oh, <laughs> right. Mailbag. Pokemon Go intrigues me, to put it bluntly. The idea of Pokespots reminds me of April Fool's Google Maps thing a few years back, which we did mention. Uh, do you think there will be similar Pokemon found at those same locations? Um, I don't think there will be similar Pokemon in those locations. I think they're going to be geographically spread out and based on that. Yeah, they're going. They are going to be specific. They're going to be based on the general kind of terrain you have in the area. Yeah. For instance, in the April Fool's shenanigans. Chandelure was found at the Tower of London. Perhaps in Pokemon Go, Litwig eggs might be found there. I think that's an interesting idea. It is, but we're not going to have Litwigs for a pretty long time yeah, in Pokemon Go, so. probably. I, I feel like at least like a year you're going to have just Gen 1. And then maybe they'll just be like, here are the rest of them, or something Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. And that's another thing people are salty about, but it makes a lot of sense, because I, you have yeah. a chance to add things later to keep the game fresh. Yeah, no, I'm 100% okay with that. I'm okay... Doing baby steps, you know what I mean? Yes. And working my way into having my collection. Just some pokey food for thought. Catch you all on the flip flap flippity floop. I read that really well. Like, much more smoothly than I thought I was going to. I could not have been able to do it. Thank you, youngster soul. All right. So the next one is from... Cookie. Cookie. Oh, he's new. (laughs) Hey, uh, Puckle Crew. Cookie here. This is my first time emailing in. I meant to do it last week for the Pokemon question, but hashtag adult life made me forget. My answer, by the way, is Gengar. The Pokemon Go news was more or less what I expected the game to kind of look like. There is a ton of potential, of course, but I understand why it is an all-out Pokemon experience. Maybe they'll get to that point. We shall see. Mm. That being said... I'm still looking forward to it. My wife is going to throw something at me every time we take a detour so I can catch another Pokemon. I'm sure of it. I can see the headlines now. Woman leaves man due to rare Eevee sighting. <laughs> oh <laughs> also, man, how is Eevee going to work with evolution? That's interesting. That's a good, that's that a, is very interesting. That's an interesting Maybe idea. Maybe you get actual evolution stones, but I yeah. doubt. I don't know. I don't know. Also, the idea of possibly having large-scale events in, for example, the capital cities of every state is exciting as well. Imagine having to travel to fight slash catch legendary, etc., etc. If you don't dream big, what's the point of dreaming, no? Thanks for all you guys do. Cheers, Cookie. Thank you. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Traveling just... Okay, so I don't mind traveling, but 
I'm poor. So... <laughs> Well, that's your fault for over. living in a giant country where the nearest big right. city is. Well, I mean, you live in a big city, but most I do. People, yeah, that's true. I do live. I do live in the capital city of Ohio, so I guess I can't complain too much. But I don't like. I don't do that much traveling. Maybe I'll like go back to Indiana to see my family, and mm. that's about it. You know, or maybe yeah. I'll take a day trip over to Chicago or something like that. Well, but, to be to be honest, I mean, if the biomes are what they are in the beta, and you have like a cemetery, a hospital, a train mm-hmm. station, like so many of them are going to be in a city. Yeah, so. exactly. I I hope I get lucky, and there's a good amount of people here. Also, there are not that many train stations mm. because the United States, for some reason, abandoned their railway system. Uh, again, because you have a gigantic country and maintaining a railway line for thousands yeah, of exactly. kilometers is very, very yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so our next one is from the sentient Pokeball. I'm so happy I get to read this one. Uh, in last week's mailbag, I, the sentient Pokeball, was wonder traded to a child who did not who didn't know a lot about Pokemon. Unfortunately for him, he didn't know what the release feature was or what the release feature did, and he accidentally released his Pokemon inside of the sentient Pokemon into the wild. Of course, this meant that I was out of a job. Imagine my sorrow as my only real function in life was cruelly ripped away. What is a Pokeball without its Pokemon? Could I find work as anything else? (laughs) Who would actually want to interact with something like me? Imagine my surprise as I was rolling along the fields of Kalos, minding my own business, and was picked up by none other than Trainer Bosephus. I was sure that most trainers that found me would throw me away like they had previously, but this trainer found my situation to be quite amusing. While on his adventures, he purposely did not use me to catch Pokemon until he found one he deemed suitable. Which Pokemon would that be, you ask? A shiny green Tauros, of course. I was so surprised when I caught it that I couldn't hardly contain myself. That I could hardly contain myself. Much like I was surprised by the most recent Pokemon Go news, which brings us to this week's mailbag question. The mechanics of Pokemon Go sound pretty cool to me so far. Actually, it sounds like a game that I can get into without sacrificing too much of my free time. I already enjoy running in the morning, and I'm sure that I can integrate Pokemon Go into this routine. It also gives me incentives to travel, either to my parents' house or just to other towns around me in order to find more. Pokemon gyms are find more Pokemon gems to discover. I have a couple of friends at work alongside that work at work along with my sister sister and her husband. I'm just really bad at reading right now. Who will download Pokemon Go? So I'm sure that we will band together on the same team in order to increase our prospects in this game. Well, that's all for me this week, so I'll catch you on the flip-flop because flip-flop or on the flop flip because flip-flops are too mainstream. The sentient Pokéball. Mm-hmm. Um he also says thank you to Bosephus. Uh, Bo is probably listening to this, so he will he will definitely hear that. <laughs> All right, let's see here. So our next one is from, I Minor believe, Minor Manetric. Yeah, I like him. He's awesome. <laughs> Dear co-hosts and Thatch, it's been a few weeks since I've written in, but worry not. I have no desire to answer all prior mailbags and consume precious time. Thank you, my Norman <laughs> Thank you very much. I did want to briefly talk about the community, though. 
I have miraculously found more time to puckle and I have enjoyed it greatly. From playing my PFTT round and getting promptly walloped by Lost Link Uke, uh, to having a free-for-all with Ten Little Men, Dink, and Hannah Kane, it has been great to see such activity from the members of the community. It was very encouraging to hear that Puckle has grown to the point that we have so many great Puckle onions <laughs> mailing in that are not all can be read. Um, he spelled Puckle onions like Bo does. <laughs> yeah, he does. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, mailbag. I have held my hopes in check as far as Pokemon Go is concerned. So the latest release of information has only increased my excitement for the upcoming game. Good job. I'm still torn on the concept of catching more of the same Pokemon to evolve one, but I'm sure that it will be explained later, and I have to remember that it isn't the handheld game that we are all used to. Thank you, thank you. And mm -hmm. you did get your wish. We have evolution shards. I'm just hoping that there is substantial support for those of us in more remote places, and something similar to Wonder Trade would be much appreciated. Something, something, flip-flop, minor manectric. Um, and then well, he has something at the at the at the bottom. He's coming to PuckleCon, and everybody should too. Thank you, Thatch. Uh, I'm so sorry, Whimsicott. <laughs> <laughs> You're more than welcome to stay here. <laughs> yeah, it's getting there. It is a problem. Yeah, that's the problem. We can get you on a. We need the oil tanker. Uh, yeah. If no. you hadn't lost it in a desert, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> Um, also, he gave us a great idea about giveaways for the podcast Ooh, because yeah. we hit our Patreon goal. I have some more news for the Patreon patrons at the end of the show, so we'll get there. But um, I'm definitely going to take those into consideration and move on with that. Probably move forward with it in the next week or two. Mm -hmm. All right. So our next one is from uh, Juliano. I don't know if I should say it that way or Giuliano. Well, uh, Giuliano would be the Italian version, and it, yes. it would be spelled differently. So That's it's probably Juliano. Juliano. I'm going to say that, and he's going to tell me I said it wrong next week. So, And it's going to be my fault, so it's <laughs> in the clear. Hello, Buckle, Podcast, Buckle Podcasters. My name is Juliano, and I'm a Brazilian living in Tokyo, playing TCG in English. Now, that's what I call globalization. About Please. Pokemon Go. Because the app is very similar to Ingress, all my Japanese friends are pretty excited. Can't say I share the same feeling because the leaked demo doesn't look that attractive to me. I'll probably download and play it anyways, so let's see. I'll keep you guys posted. I'll, if you have access to the beta, let us know. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. One last thing. Japan is the ultimate Pokemon card paradise indeed. I always go crazy whenever I enter a card shop here in Tokyo. So many promo cards, sleeves, playmats, etc. It's just amazing. Playmats are really cool, and I don't know why I want one. Um, I just don't understand. But they're mm -hmm. really cool. And I don't know why they're cool. Because <laughs> oh, it's just literally way, a mat. His name is probably Giuliano. Because oh my gosh. it's a Portuguese name and not a special. It's probably Giuliano. He's we are so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, I, I'll I, say I, it I, both I... ways in this email. <laughs> that, way, <laughs> that way we can do it. Um, uh, well, that's, that's it for now. Congratulations for the podcast and keep up with the good work. Cheers, Giuliano. Um, hope he, I'll say it both ways. That way I'm equally wrong and equally right. I mean, it <laughs> might be pronounced in another way that we are very ignorant and can't figure out. That's true. So, 
Um, you <laughs> we apologize get... either way, and if you want us to pronounce your name right, please explain the way. Please do. It's not. It's not saying that your name is hard. It's saying that we're dumb. It's not hard at all. Like I understand your pain. Like there has been maybe one English-speaking person who has gotten my name right on the first try. That's shout true. Out, shout out to Scron who has left us to say orphan happy name. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Oh man, that's true. Uh, you want to get this next one from Hanakane? Absolutely. He forwarded this because it was meant for last week, but we didn't get to it for so. Oh, he sent it the day after we recorded the podcast. That's why. Oh, yeah. I am going to butcher this. It's supposed to be a rap or a poem? I'm not exactly sure. Uh, From the ain't, I'm supposing it might be a rap. And (laughs) I'm I'm like, I am the worst person in the (laughs) entire universe to try and do a rap anything. Just read it, and it'll probably sound good. I'll try. So... Howdy, Thatch, an assorted hosting batch. I got a story, eating gory, so just kick back and relax while I tuck away my axe. Well, I teach English in China with Wim Biden, Stephen Wire, and my school is kind of cool. Has this currency for students, see? We invented it as our reward to encourage students to explore, express, finesse, and share their thoughts in English, not Chinese, of course. See, they can use its currency like vouchers in exchange for treats. From pounds, school bags, even toys, such as robots, both for girls and boys. The schools each month give some to teachers when we give them to high achievers. In this way, after weeks, they'll save enough to buy goodies. So, one day, we did a flea market where students sold all types of stuff, from school utensils, toys and carpets, to cookies, books and other stuff. Well, you can just guess my surprise, when from the corner of my eyes, I saw something that I adore, looking right back at me from a stall, a toy flusion figurine. Looking posed for a solar beam, and right beside it, there stood two, a bottle ready, slick me too. I thought, I shouldn't, surely not, but then I saw it, the whole lot, a bag filled up with Pokemon, from Caesar, Monk, to Flareon. I walked over, and asked, how much? And Nick, my student, said, ten bucks. For one, I'm sorry, Nick, goodbye, for the price, they cannot be mine. I walked away, and felt quite sad, I wanted all of them so bad. But all my vouchers were gone, and so were all those Pokemon. But then I thought, and I remember, this currency, we made it up. It's fake. We printed it in December. Each month, in fact. You guessed it. <laughs> yup. I went to my good old buddy and said, can I borrow some cash? By cash, I meant our fake school money. And he said, go ahead and splash. He meant splash out, and so I did. I ran back and said, hey there, kid. I've got your dough. Now hand them over. The ones from Kanto and Unova, from Johto, and the home ones too. I have just, just, I have, have I got just a deal for you. Ten bucks, he said, for just one, sure, but Nick, I said, I'm buying more. I'll take each one you got there, son, for five bucks each. These offers come once in a life, so you be smart, just take the vouchers. Do it, duck. And so he did. And that, my friends, is the story of how I dubiously used a currency that we made <laughs> up and print freely to buy all of my students' Pokemon figurines. I guess there must be a vortex in the part of my brain where morals are supposed to go. Oh, well... In my defense, <laughs> the things they can exchange their vouchers for cost real money. So, I guess I'm not a total scumbag. Then again, the school buys those goodies, not me. So, essentially, I got them all for free. Hanakane. P.S. I'm meaning Garchomp in Pokken, which I've loved since Gen 4. That training mod, though, you. Can't wait to get there at it and try my hand against Puckle's best. Puckle Pokken tourney match? <laughs> Once again, I apologize profusely for what I tried to do there. <laughs> I, the, he mentioned I, the, I, puckle, I, the Puckle Pokin Tournament tournament. 
Because uh, <laughs> if we do it, that's absolutely the way it has to be named. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, we are thinking about doing that. But right now, Shamu and I, Shamu and I are looking to expand our staff as well. So if you're interested in helping Shamu and I out with uh, tournaments and stuff, uh, feel free to contact us at bucklepodcast at gmail.com. Um, but right now we're just swamped because we have to get up this, um, we have to get up the, uh, what is it? The gym leaders. And we, we went through, we got the list done. And so we're going to double check and send out our, um, our email or not our emails, but we're going to send out our, what is it called? Interview requests. Interview requests. We, uh, we selected them. So everybody will get an email. We'll let you know whether or not you're in or not, but, uh, expect one in the next day or so. If you if you um, applied, if you didn't get one, you're on the wait list. That's kind of how it works. So uh, we'll try to set the interviews for next weekend, and hopefully that'll go over well. All right. So this next email is from Dennis, the DDG maniac. Hi, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it is I, Dennis, the DDG maniac. I'll keep it short. I'm hyped for Pokemon Go, but after reading this press release, my hype is starting to die down for die, die down, which is kind of sad. I'm super worried about this game since the capture part sounds like a version 2.0 of the Safari Zone. The evolution mechanic sounds horrible and non-Pokemon-like. Other than that, the game sounds good, but slowly moving away from Pokemon in some parts. My expectations aren't crushed yet, but I hope I'm wrong and it ends up being a great game. Well, uh, that would be all. Hashtag PuckleGo Team. Spook you all next time. Dennis the DG Maniac. Well, I hope we addressed at least some of his concerns in the Yeah, show. I hope so. Uh, so our last one today is going to be from Ten Little ten Men. Ten Little Men! I love all ten of them. <laughs> hey, Buckle Crew, how's it going? Ten Little Men writing in on this exciting week of buckly goodness. I barely managed to defeat my opponent's empty bracket in the PFTT this week, successfully getting further than I ever would have expected. Well, good job. Empty Bracket is a fantastic battler. <laughs> I've I've met him before. He's a tough one to take down. <laughs> this happened a lot in the PFTT recently. <laughs> yeah. Um, my plan of lucking out with the organization of the tournament has gone swimmingly so far. Now I need to see how well my plan of getting a critical hit every attack will work. In greater Puckle news, the terrible Puckle radio show was not terrible, but in fact absolutely incredible. Well, imagine me bowing at the screen. <laughs> Hopefully I can get in contact with a new sponsor, Farfetched Farms. I can't help but wonder if I can order some special Sun and Moon style leaks. Well, stay tuned for that. <laughs> Seriously though, great job on the episode, guys and gals. Oh, thank you. It was definitely my favorite April Fool's prank of the day. Ha! Wow, we beat Google. <laughs> Google kind of messed up this year, so it was she, like she, like beating it. empty bracket, but hey. What what were you saying? Oh, never mind, never mind. I was wrong. I was mistaken. Keep going. Mm -hmm. I also bought my plane tickets to go to Pucklecon. So I am extremely excited for that. Good for you, Ten Little Man. I know you had to buy ten tickets, so I feel like your wallet is very sad right now. Looking into getting something to cosplay for nationals. Ooh. Well, that was a long intro. I guess I should get onto the main leg. While seeing actual gameplay for Pokemon Go is super exciting, I'm pretty disappointed. The thing I'm disappointed about is the amount of Pokemon that can be caught. 
Thanks to the lovely Viger, I now know that you will be able to catch 500 Pokemon. Well, that is for the beta. That's for the beta. You That's might true. be able to catch a lot more Pokemon mm -hmm. in the actual game. While I'm no mathematical genius, 500 does not equal 721, meaning that it is either compatible with Pokemon Bank, which will be awesome, which they said they will try to do, essentially. Yes. But they haven't confirmed anything one way or the other. Or more likely, they don't include every Pokemon, which is lame. We know that right now the game is Gen 1. Yes. Hopefully, this lack of Pokemon is just for the beta, and we will see every Pokemon in the full release. As we said, probably not right away. Yeah. I hope we do eventually get them all, because I need my Whimsicott! <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that is all I have to say regarding Pokemon Go, so I guess it is time that I go. <laughs> 17 beta flip-flops! Couldn't fit all 20. Tell little man going away. <laughs> I love him. All right. So that's it for the mailbag today. Um, yeah. Our... Do you have anyone you want to give the badge to? Oh, I almost forgot. Thank God you're here. Um, I am a big fan. Who wrote today? I Of Cookie. Ooh. Of Cookie. cookie. Uh, you have to agree, but... Ah, uh, yeah. Woman leaves man due to rare EV sighting. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you, man. All right. So we we are going to give the Green Batoros badge to Cookie this week. If he would like, he can submit for it on the Poco Podcast website. Um, next week, though, if you would like to email us, uh, we'll have a prompt question. Our prompt question will be, what do you think of all the leaked information for Pokemon Go? <laughs> Pretty um, much. And if you have ideas about, like, the possible association for the team colors, yeah. let us know. Oh, I like that better, too. Uh, what, what do you think? Do you think the teams will be based on anything? And if so, what? That's a good other question to ask as well. So send that in to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Also, in the meantime, if you want some more Puckly goodness, you are also going to be giving a po Puckle Live uh, show this week on Thursday. So check that out and be a little bit extra in your feed. I think we talked just more about Pokemon Tournament, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's not going to be anything uh, too terribly exciting. So you can check that out. And on top of that, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, um, follow us on Tumblr, and subscribe to our subreddit. And in all those links are on the website and in the description uh, for the show notes. So you can check that out. If you have some time, though, also check out our um, iTunes feed and please uh, leave us a review. That would be great. That helps more people find us, and we really, really appreciate it. I would like to let you know I do 100% read all of them. So it really helps us out. It helps people find us. It helps us become a better show. Um, last thing, um, if you are subscribed, check out the Puckle Patreon if you haven't already. That's patreon.com slash puckle. That's a great way to financially support us. Um, we have a new stretch goal. At $200 a month, we will be giving away all of the uh, bumper tracks that we have for the podcast. So if you just want to have downloads for that, you're more than welcome to it. Um, nice. But if you, if you are a patron, patron, uh, patron of the Patreon, and you've been doing it for three months already at the $10 level, you are now eligible for your free stuff. So <laughs> I will be getting in contact with you guys here this week, trying to set them up. And we will be doing, um, let's see, what am I trying to do? Um, what am I thinking, Whimsicott? <laughs> so we will be checking that out. They're going to be these exclusive the new t-shirts? Yeah, they're new t-shirts. They're going to be new t-shirts as well up on the store. I had a lot of problems making the screens this past week. 
I finally made a good one yesterday, but my parents came to visit, so I did not have time to make a shirt. I'm actually going to do it right after this, mm. and hopefully it'll work out. So there will be two new shirts, um, one of them, uh, and then there's going to be an exclusive Patreon version of one of them. So it's nice. going to be crazy. Yeah, right? It's going to be really mm-hmm. cool. So check that out, and I think I think that's it. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, I'm Trader Thatch. And I am the fluffiest whimsicott. And Scrum's on hiatus. <laughs> but it's cool. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.